Brittany. And I'm Corinna. And this is the She Did It God's Way podcast. Where we talk real life, real faith, and keep it real relatable. Hello, Instagram Live and Anchor hey, listeners. Hi, <laughs> This is so cool. It is. I love this. Like, I feel like this should be like our, our regular. Because I don't get to see you. Because you're all the way in North Carolina. So... For those who are listening, so we're actually recording this live on our She Did It God's Way Instagram account. So we're trying something new. Yes, yes. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, it's Friday. I yes. am officially on summer break. Praise the good Lord for that. Um, this has been a long school year, and this has been a long year so far. But um, I'm doing good. I feel like I'm in a better space, like mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Um, and something that brought me or kind of lifted my spirits was I was able to go to the George Floyd um, march to the city hall here in Houston and just being in the same space as so many people of different cultures and races and ethnicities coming together for a cause bigger than ourselves was it was so empowering, and I think that really lifted my mood. So right now, I'm just, I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm feeling much better. Um, well, as you know, we're both, like, in the education system. We're down to the last week of school, so we're almost to the finish line. But you know how you just get that energy where it's like, we're almost there, you know? And it's funny because you would think, just because we've been working at home, that we will be so excited, but... I'm excited. I'm so excited. Um, so that's good. And then this week, last week was really heavy. This week, I feel like I'm in a better place. I'm focusing on the good and trying to be more active. I took kind of like a little social media break and then came back. And now I'm feeling I'm feeling much better and ready to kind of do my part um, to bring justice. Because like me and Jared, I feel like I talk about him all the time. But we were talking on the phone and we were saying how like, everyone has something to do. Like maybe everyone can't protest, but we can like buy black or we can sign these petitions or we can protest or, you know, there's, every, there's a lane for everyone. So just trying to find my lane and kind of express some joy too. Yeah. Some encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something and I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but um, someone was saying that like the way that everybody is feeling during this time is totally different. Like the way yeah. that I may be protesting or the way that I may be speaking out is different from you but we're all getting to one place. And so like, that is like, I think that's so important to understand that we all can feel differently. It's okay for us to feel how we feel and not to be like, Oh, you got to protest this way. or you got to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, we're all here for the same cause, but we're just doing it different ways. So. And it takes all of us. It takes all of us yeah. to do whatever we have to make a difference. So yeah, I feel like it's a change coming but I feel like It's a good change. Like, yes. I feel like people are, like, being enlightened and awakened. And so maybe 2020 isn't, like, as trash. As bad as. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> I was talking to telling my sister the other day that, like, God knew all this was going to happen. Like, he right. set in motion all these things. And it doesn't feel good. And sometimes we're like, God, what are you doing? Like, this, is make, this doesn't make any sense. But he knew to put certain things in place at the right time. Yeah, right here to happen. So I'm praying and I'm pleading. I'm begging like Jodeci that June and going forward, <laughs> June and going forward is like just a month of healing and restoration and joy and peace and healing 
um, because this is not, I feel like everything that has happened, it has, we have to do better going forward. Like, right. we have to do better. We have no choice because we're not, even after, even with COVID going on <clears throat> and the George Floyd, like, nothing's ever going to be the same ever again. So we no. have to go, we have, this, we have a whole new normal. We have a no, new foundation in which we can build from. So we just got to keep that going. So well said. And I agree. <laughs> Period. 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 <laughs> Girl, so should we go ahead and get into the topic? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited, excited too. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a fun one. Um, yes. So, you know, we're 30-somethings. We've been out here. We've, we've been in the dating world. Some still in the dating world. And we're talking about, we're talking about Tinder. What did we say we're calling it? We're, we're calling this Tinder Temptation. Tinder temptations. We are talking about navigating Tinder, dating apps, all that, all that, <laughs> as a Christian. So we're just going to be giving our insights, some hilarious and <laughs> um, horrendous experiences, <laughs> um, and how just to navigate that, uh, because it has been real in these Tinder streets. <laughs> it's been real in these dating app streets, I'm telling you. If, you are, if you're listening to the podcast, you may not want to play this one around your children necessarily. Um, I mean, we're not gonna we're not going to go too deep, but you know, just and this may not be safe for work for those of you who still are going to be working. You might not want to play this, you know, on your Zoom calls. <laughs> and Mama, I don't know if you want to listen either. Yeah. I'm, I know you're yeah. listening in. Mama, I need you to click on out. <laughs> Fast forward to the soul care and self care. Portion in the prayer portion. That's your section, Mama. The prayer portion is your section. Okay, not this part because you're gonna be like, "This is not my child," but it is. She know most of the stories. I think I've gone, but I don't know. I don't know how in depth we're gonna go. It's gonna be interesting. Let's go ahead and get into it. So, how? What apps have you been on? What have you tried? What apps have I not been on? (laughs) Sips water. That is the question. Okay, so I'm just going to run down the list, okay? Okay. Not, <laughs> I've been on Tinder. Okay. I've been on Black. I've been on Hinge. I've been on uh, Bumble. There's like a new one out. I think it's fairly new. It's called Faith. That was a hot mess. Uh, don't be fooled by the name. <laughs> but I've been on all of them. Um but the, mo- the the two that I've been on, like on and off, on and off, is Tinder and Black. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I was on Tinder only. But I will say it was back in like 2016 was like my big hot girl summer um, days. Hot girl summer, fall, winter <laughs> was back then. And then I ended up being in two long-term, re- long-term relationships. So I haven't been on the Tinder street as much well not at all now but i don't have the same experiences as corinna but i do definitely have some horror stories to um to share well i'm glad love flourished from your experiences it did because mine (laughs) not so much okay what's the craziest should we start at the craziest and work ourselves down or should we start and then go up we will i'll start with the craziest (laughs) so let's go let's do it Okay, well, let me give a little history about, like, my Tinder experience. Okay. So, 
I first stopped on Tinder in 2015. I was in grad school. And one of my classmates was like, yeah, girl, I met my boo on there. Y'all should get up here. And I was like, ugh, who, who uses dating apps? Like, I was really, like, opposed to dating apps back then. I was like, no, thank you. So I got up there just for, like, kicks and giggles, just to be like, there's some, there's some weird people up here. <laughs> and I was just, like, just laughing at profiles and stuff. But then, like, I actually matched with somebody. And he was sort of like a Justin Timberlake. I ain't even, I've never dated outside my race. I was like, ooh. <laughs> He kind of cute or whatever. He had a little, he had a little swag in him. I was like, okay. So we conversed X, Y, and Z, and we were supposed to meet up, and we never did. So I was like, scratch that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I was conversing with another guy, and like our conversation was bomb, but I felt like it was leading into something else. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. You ain't coming down here. We ain't doing that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. I yeah, I don't know you. Um. Mm -hmm. But I would say the so then after that I got off like I wasn't on Tinder for like years when I moved to Houston, um, almost a year ago, which is crazy. Um, I hopped back on Tinder because I just want to see what the pickings was like. I want to see what the men's was looking like down here. What the men's looking <laughs> well, the like? The men's looking like down here. So hopped on there and I matched with a couple people. The conversations were like hit and miss, or like you match with somebody and then. Your inbox be empty. It's just like, okay, what are we doing here? Right. Um, so I, I I matched with this guy, and he lived like thousands of miles away, but I think he was trying to move here. And so the conversation was going real good, and he was like, uh, do you have any secrets? And I said, secrets? I was like, not that I know of. I mean, I don't. I, don't yeah. I was like, you have any secrets? And in my head, I'm thinking, like, maybe he's been to jail or prison, which I dated somebody. <laughs> Another episode. That's a different, Another episode. That's a different episode. But but I don't know what he was gonna say. I didn't think it was gonna be anything crazy. So he was like, Yeah, I have a secret. And I was like, What's your secret? And he was like, I like a finger in my butt when I when we doing it. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute. Pump the brakes. <laughs> wait a when I tell y'all, okay, my stomach started hurting. Like, I was that, that hilarious. I'm like, so you just out here telling people that you, your sexual proclivities? <laughs> Corinna, that reminds me so much of Insecure. When Molly and um, Andrew, when she was like, look, I got this nice lingerie. <laughs> and then he had all the things. He had all the things. He put out all, all the tricks. He had all the tricks. We don't even know each other. And you're telling me. I, and then I'm a, I'm a visual person, so I get visual things in my head when people say things. I said, oh, God, no. No, ma'am. <laughs> oh, no, ma'am. So I hopped off of there. Like, I think that made me so sick. And I even told my friend, and she was like, ew. She was like, see, that's why you don't need to be on Tinder anyway. It's some weirdos up there. So I hopped off, and I hopped back, hopped back on. But I think my other experience, that would be like a more better experience. So I'll let you tell your little crazy Tinder story. Okay. Well, okay, so first I will also share where how I ended up on Tinder. My now boyfriend was not my boyfriend back then. We were talking. That's a whole nother episode. We'll get into that another time. But anyway, we were talking and then things didn't work out, right? So I was hurt. I was mad. I was upset. So I too was like, I'm getting on these Tinder streets and I'm going to see what's the pickings. Who's out here? you don't want me it's fine you know that type of energy so um i went on tinder and i met a, a lot of guys um uh, but the 
the one that was the craziest was this guy. And I should have known something was off anyway because he wanted me to send him pictures. Not necessarily nudes, just like pictures. And he was like, yeah, like girls send me pictures. And I was like, I mean, well, if girls send you pictures, then why do you need me to send you a picture? <laughs> like I just didn't. So that was kind of red flag number one, but whatever. So then we met out and we went to dinner. And I mean, it was cool. We had been talking beforehand. I mean, other than the whole send me pictures thing, it had been like cool general conversation. Um, got to dinner. You know how it is that first kind of meeting was a little awkward. But awkward, cool. yeah. So then we we start talking and we start sharing. And then he also, Corinna, starts telling me things that he is into. And the night is kind of starting to to roll to an come to an end and um it was like you should come over and i was like nah you know i don't think so he was like yeah like i would love to see you on my swing <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> i was like what what? okay what kind of swing <laughs> not the kind of the part like the kind from the ceiling like <laughs> and then he was saying he had all these toys and he was like, it was like his thing, and he was into it. And he was like, yeah, and like, I guess he was trying to get my attention with the use of all these tricks. But I was like, turned off and nervous at this point. <laughs> so then it starts to like pour down rain. And he was like, you want to sit in my car? And I was like, oh my god. No, not really. I did, because I'm an idiot. But nothing <laughs> happened. We just talked. <laughs> We just talked some more, and he was trying to get me to come over. The weather's bad. like, And I was like, no, I can wait it out. Like, it's fine. So that was that. And then I guess he was upset that I didn't come over So then, or send him any pictures. So then kind of after that, I don't know, we just kind of faded off. <laughs> Into yeah. the sunset. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's some bold people on set. It's they are bold with it. They're bold, bold. Like I've matched with somebody, and as soon as we match, they sending me eggplant emojis. <laughs> Whoa! Like, can I get a hello? <laughs> can, I, can I get a hey? How you? How you? I doing? think people see dating gaps in two different ways. So there's like people who's up there who's just like kind of curious, but then there's people who's up there strictly to like hook up. For sure. Yeah. I think, I think, and speaking of that, like, dating apps are not all equal. I okay. Think Tinder is, a lot of people want to hook up on Tinder. Yeah. I've seen, even in guys, like, profiles or whatever, they're like, yeah, I'm not here to buy no cat, or, <laughs> you know, I'm not here. I'm not here for that. And I'm like, you have to say that? But, like, there's people up there who are selling me cootie cat. Wow. <laughs> on- <laughs> On Tinder, or you know, um, and then Tinder's just known as as a hookup, um, and then I think like Hinge is more known as like relationship building. Bumble, you have to as the woman, you're supposed to be the first person that reaches out to the guy. So they're all different in how you navigate them. Um, but even like with Tinder, I'm like, I know everybody up here is not like just trying to get in your pants. So that's just my my mindset, but. Then again, I could be wrong because I haven't had the best experiences <laughs> Tinder either. But speaking of them, okay, like when you go on these apps, or when you were on these apps, because Courtney is off 
the dating app streets. Okay, I'm off the streets. He's off the streets. What was your profile like? Like, what did you put in your bio? Because sometimes I'm like, am I putting the wrong thing? I don't know what I should say. Like, I mean, I tried to be extremely honest, and that was actually going to be one of my tips. Um, that like, I can't remember what I said, but I know I definitely wasn't like I was looking for a hookup. Like, I I didn't put that. I think I was saying I was looking for a friend, and perhaps for it to be like more. I think I did try to put the intention out there that I'm looking for like a deeper connection i think i said like things that i'm into um because i think what happens is if you don't be honest from the get-go you can get yourself into more trouble so i'd rather be brutally honest and then you can't be surprised when i'm like oh like i'm trying to date like i'm not trying to hook up so i think i want to i think i said something like that like i'm trying to like meet new people, create friendships that can turn into a relationship. Because I know there was guys up there who were straight, like, I'm not looking for a relationship. Like, I'm not trying to commit. And I'll be like, swipe. And, like, they just, we're not a match. And then you got to be tricky because some of them be still matching with you. No, either they don't look at your bio or they just don't care. Oh, they be and trying like, it anyway. Be trying it anyway. He's trying it. Trying it anyway. Yeah, and that that sort of goes into like my last Tinder experience. It wasn't bad, but um, I matched with this guy, and I was like, "Oh, we might kick it off because he was from where I'm from." So I'm from Raleigh, but he was from Durham. Um, what else? It was like a lot of things we kind of had in common. I was like, oh, "Okay, bet." Right. And so we went on our first date, and that was cool. Like we went and got ice cream, which wasn't like that's cute. It was cute. It was cute. It was like comfortable. It was safe. Um. And then, kind of like during the conversation, I was sort of like, I don't know if we gone, if this is going to go anywhere. So the second date, we were talking about something. Um, I think either Kanye or something about you know him becoming part of uh, his relationship with God, pretty much. Okay. And so I was like, I wasn't alluding to the fact that like I'm a believer, but I, I think I put that in my um, in my bio, but. Whenever it was sort of brought up, he would be like, I mean, if that's what people want to do, that's what people want to do. And I was just like, mm, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah. So in your, when you were on these day naps, in your bio, did, was that something that you put in there? Like, I do believe in God. Did you ever put like, because sometimes I even see like scripture verses, like the, you know, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> I don't know. I may have alluded to it, but I don't know if I straight out said I'm a Christian looking for, like, a Christian man. I don't know. And back then, I also wasn't as strong in my faith. Mm -hmm. So what I would put now and what I would put back then was probably two different things. But I, I don't think I was – I don't think so. I wish I could have kept it. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> took a little screenshot. I should have like... took a screenshot. I would say when I was on there, I – like you said, I wasn't, like – I didn't have, like, a – a whole like disclaimer like oh my gosh i am corinna i am a christian like yeah but i didn't be like god first god over everything like, i did yeah, maybe something. i didn't say those things so that like we could have further conversations to kind of see where that other person was um but it wasn't like plastered all over like you know i'm none i'm a nun or whatever but i did like kind of make that known because that is a that's one a big component for me and i don't want to kind of pull that out later and then like well that's not who I am so then like you said again that kind of gets you wrapped into some mess 
it's a whole different episode too. <laughs> get wrapped up in some mess all because you just didn't like state your claim and kind of just stand on what you know is true to you. Right. Um, but I I would say like God first. I would even put like a little cross emoji. Or something, yeah. Something think, to be I like, oh, okay, she she like. But then you got to be careful with that too because everybody who say God first don't be about God first either. Right. You know, some people just say that just because and I'm not knocking those who do but I know when I say it, I try to live by it. I'm not perfect and I do slip up from time to time but I try to be about my father's business so well we were talking about getting into some stuff and i want to share a story with you guys oh because <laughs> we talk real talk we keep it real relatable so god be getting me together y'all even when i be doing stuff i know i had no business doing god be snatching me up and being like nope so met a guy on tinder very attractive like very attractive super fine so I was already, my mind was not in the right place. Um, anyway, off off gate. So anyway, we started talking. Um, our first date, he was like, meet me at my place. Okay, again, do as I don't, what is, I was to say? Um, do as I say, not as I do. Right. Don't do that. That was stupid. Looking back, I'm like, God has helped me so many times. You should never go to somebody's house. But anyway, I went to this dude's house. Very nice apartment. Um, we went out. He took me out to like a Mexican restaurant. I love Mexican food. Ordered drinks. I'm a very, I don't really drink that much. And then I do, I'm a very light drinker. But he was, he was like, he was finishing them. And then he was like, I barely finished my first one, but I didn't want to be rude. So I felt like I had to. Then he was like, you want another one? I was like, mm-mm, I'm good. So then we end up going to the movies, I think, after that. I mean, the whole, the first date was, it was cool. But I could already tell, like, I don't can really go far, far because the way things were going, it was just out of my character. Like, I'm not a big drinker, but here I am, like, boozing it up. Like, you know, I'm driven all the way to this dude's house. Like, anyway. But at the time, that didn't stop me. I was living my life, hot girl summer. <laughs> So then we have another day, same thing. He's like, come over. This time he's like, well, why don't you spend the night? So I was like, bet. <laughs> so um, I told my homegirl, I was like, I'm spending the night at this dude's house. This is his address. I think I even told my mom, you know, just in case something happened, I go missing. I need the people to know this is him. That's another tip, too. Let someone know where you're going. Um, send them a screenshot of their picture. Tell Share them your address. location. Share yeah. your location. And keep it keep it on. Don't take it off. Yeah, my, share your my location. My sister know where I'm at right now. <laughs> For real, absolutely. You know, like, you just never I, know. I was like, crazy. this is his picture. This is, where his, this is where I am. All that stuff. And I was like, if it goes left, help me. So my friend was on kind of speed dial. Um, but then the night kind of took a turn. He kind of started acting like a jerk, um, which now I would know, Courtney, you just need to leave. At that point, I was like, I'm here, like, whatever. Let's just get make it through the night, and I'll go home. So anyway, I go to sleep. Um, nothing, nothing happened like that. It was just a, a chill, cool night. And um, he didn't tell me. So let me back it up. Go to sleep. Everything's fine. Time to go in the morning. He has to go to work. I'm about to head back to my place. And I noticed I have a few bites, like, um, on my finger. 
and then it ended up being like one on my like eye like near my forehead and then he tells me oh and I was like that's weird so I'm kind of like scratching a little bit I take a Benadryl he was like after the fact he told me that that's where his dog normally sleeps um where I slept um so I was like okay anyway girl long story short I get home I'm still kind of starting to swell a little bit so I go ahead I take another I mean not ibuprofen another Benadryl I take a nap I wake up my eye is shut my hand is swollen <laughs> I have I was having a horrible allergic reaction I had to get my friend to take me to the urgent care because I could not I basically couldn't drive. They had to give me these huge doses of Benadryl shots. It was horrible. And I felt like that was God's way of being like, oh, nope. you want to be a bad girl. You want to be a bad girl and be grown. Boom. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, I was swollen up. I mean, it was bad. I had to spend that in my friend's house. Thank God for her. I was like, because we were nervous. I was on all this Benadryl and all these shots. And my face was so swollen. I told him about it. He felt bad. I think he was kind of like, dang it, I killed this girl. And <laughs> I ended up I ended up getting better. Um, and then me and him just kind of fizzled out. But yeah, God got me together. He was like, nope. Because he knew I was, going down, I was going down the wrong path. And he was like, sis. No, and see, God will do that. God will let you, he, he'll let you walk a little bit. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you do what you want, what you think is right, and then he'll snatch you up with the quickness, with snatch the quickness, snatch. Me like my mom used to tell me, snatch a knot in you. Like <laughs> God will snatch you up <laughs> with the quickness. You believe he'll do it so fast? You be like, wait, wait, honey, <laughs> he will shut those doors. He was like, no, ma'am, you want to be a bad girl? Okay, go ahead. So yeah, so that was probably my worst thing, and that's when I really had to be like, "What are you doing, Courtney? <laughs> like, what? What is life right now? It's not worth it. It's not. No. Yeah, and that goes back to like the dude I was saying, like that we didn't, we weren't, we just weren't. Our energy wasn't wasn't matching. So we went on the ice cream date. That was cool, whatever. So like we're we're texting or whatever. And so I think for me. One reason why I just kind of felt like dating apps were kind of like maybe not my thing because I'm a traditional type of woman. So I like the man to court me. Like, don't just text me all the time. Pick up the phone and call me. Like, right. I, that's what I like, whatever. And so with the guy after our date, we were just texting one another. And we had a conversation. I think God was like, okay, this is, this is clue number one. We were talking. And I was still freshly new to Houston, and he had moved here maybe two two years ago. And so I was like, yeah, um, maybe I should move closer into into the city or whatever because I sort of don't live near everything. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you're a single young woman. You know, you can go out and, like, talk to talk to people. I'm like, but I'm talking to you. I'm talking like, to you. Like, so. So, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Bet. <laughs> so that was number one. But he was like, but I do want to, I, I still want to see you X, Y, and Z. So we went, he was like, let's get brunch. I was like, okay, I like brunch. Cute. I like breakfast. I like to eat now. I like to eat. So we go, he sends me to the location of this um, lounge. Okay. Get there. He gets there before I do. So in my mind, I feel like as a gentleman, you could at least wait in the car. I was maybe like five minutes late. You could at least wait, wait in the car outside the venue. 
So I parked my car. Mind you, I had to pay $10 to park. So I walk into the spot, and it's a lounge. So mind you, it's like an outdoor area. So it's like a day party going on. So it was all these people. I'm walking mm -hmm. up. I don't know anybody. I don't see him. So I get to the front, and I'm like, okay, maybe he's just waiting at the front with the host or something. Yeah. No. I had to call him. And I'm like, where are you at? I don't see you. I don't even think he came and got me. I think he, like, waved his hand. No. And I was like, okay. So he was like, this is my home. He thought you were, like, the home girl. The home girl. So then we go. Like, I sit at the table, whatever. And I'll order my food. And it's just, like, awkward. But on top of that, like, I really legit, legit think it was a day party going on because the music was so loud. I had to, like, lean in, like, so what you saying? Like, and, like, that, that's how the whole thing was going the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, so we can't go nowhere else? Or, like, this is the best place that you chose for, like, brunch? We could have went to IHOP. At least <laughs> we could have had, had a booth or whatever. So after it was all said and done, I think we kind of knew that it wasn't any chemistry or whatever. But this is what got me. So uh -oh. the next day, I was on my way home from church. And I, I, like, I almost had an accident. Somebody ran me off the road, and I ended up um, having a blowout. And so I posted it on I remember that. Like, yeah. yeah, and I posted it or whatever. He's in my stories, looking at the stories. He ain't sent no text like, dang, I hope you okay. He trashed. I was like, but see, Courtney knows I'm petty. Okay, I'm petty. So this is what I, you know what I did? I went into my settings, block mute. You can't see nothing of mine. Um, unfollow, block, 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 <laughs> delete, <laughs> all of that. So I, I think from that experience, I had to understand too that like, um, everybody's intentions are not the same when you go on these dating apps. Right. I know the kind of man that I want too, and so. He may not be up there. Not to say I won't ever get back on Tinder or Black or all the other ones. But, like, that may not be where I find the person that God has for me. Right. So, got to think about that, too. Because I think we see a lot of success stuff. stories. No, you're fine. I think we see a lot of success stories of, like, oh, I met my husband or I met my wife or... And, and sometimes we think that is where we're supposed to meet that person. And it's like, everybody's love story is not the same. Everybody's destiny that god has for them is not the same we're not gonna all drive down the same path and right. boom we right. all gonna meet our, our husband or our spouse that way and i had to like kind of get that in my head too i was just gonna tell the people um as they're getting to know you listen corinna do not mind blocking somebody okay you do not want to come against <laughs> i have seen her do it myself she don't play when it comes to the block okay she i'm ruthless She's I'm ruthless when it comes to the block. I will block you <laughs> with the quickness and will not think twice about it. This is I have, as a matter of fact, this, this speaks to my how ruthless I am. One of my exes, he's been blocked in my phone for six years. Nope. He can't text or call me even if he wanted to. Only way that he can, only way that he can communicate with me is through social media, which he has tried. But ooh, that was years ago, though. But he's, a, he's not a bad person. I'm in a different space, too, so it's like it is what it is now, but Block. once I once I I'm done with you, I'm done. Like yeah, there's a, there's no going back. So, oh, I know, I know. Oh, Courtney, Courtney, y'all don't understand. Courtney has been my rock. <laughs> I know, <sighs> but I did want to share a semi-successful story um, before we wrap. So 
I did meet my ex-boyfriend on Tinder and we did date for almost two years and it was a really good relationship and he was a really good guy um so I do want to say though he's my ex there is hope like there are some really decent guys out there that you can meet and have a relationship with and I think it just it's kind of like nine times out of ten, they're probably going to be trash. But there is always that one person. <laughs> that that one person. So, that I mean, if you're on the dating apps, I wouldn't say get off of them. Um, and maybe we can start talking about the tips. But I just want to encourage you that it can happen. Like, I did end up meeting someone really wonderful um, after all of the many not wonderful situations. So, it, it is possible that there are good guys up there. But I know even when we were talking, he told me, like, later on that he was like, yeah, at first I thought it was just going to be a hookup. But then, like, it ended up being so much more. So he didn't really go in with the best um, thoughts. I didn't yeah. really know what was going to happen, but it did end up turning into something really great. And we're still cool today. So, I mean, it's possible. So well, I'm going to keep hope alive. I'm going to keep hope alive for myself. <laughs> Keep up alive. Okay, so since we are cheating this guy's way, what are some tips that we can give those who are listening about how they can go on the dating apps, but in like a godly way? Like, what's some things? Um, one, I think we already kind of talked about it. Like your your bio. Yeah. Um, if if you know you're strong and godly, you know you want to attract somebody who has a strong relationship with God. Don't not don't leave that out in your bio because i mean you are you are going to attract lots of different suitors on these dating apps yeah but you don't want to get into something uh with someone and you don't tell them that you're a believer or that you have a relationship with god and you really start falling for this person and now you're like in this sticky situation because they might not believe at all or they might think they might not be in the on the same level in terms of like faith right. that you are and now your heart and your mind, your spirit, and maybe even your privates <laughs> are saying <laughs> are saying <laughs> a whole lot of different things, right? So right. You want to, I'm sorry. I, I love it. It's okay. <laughs> but you want to make sure that like you're not negating that because if you want anything sustainable, God has to be in the first. So right. number one. Number two, your pictures. Okay. Make sure your pictures are are tasteful, and not to say that you you can't like show like skin and stuff like that, but don't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Over sexualize yourself. Right. If like you know, like in your heart of hearts, you want something wholesome, and not and not and I know that that could be a double standard, but stand out in a in a beautiful way. Like you don't have to show everything because a lot of guys on these dating apps, that's what they're looking for anyway. A lot of them are looking like. They're looking at breast and butt and all that stuff on these profiles. You want to stand out because you're not that girl. If that Can makes I sense. say something about the pictures? Yeah. I'm a okay. I totally agree with you. Also, we want to make sure that we're presenting ourselves in our most authentic way. So use your most current pictures. Use ones that are clear. Um, maybe not heavily not, filtered. Not, not all the filtered. filters. Yeah. Um, because I feel like 
they're gonna meet you eventually. And I'm just the type of person where I'd rather you get to see the real me up front and we can just judge each other from what we're seeing than you to see me from like oh eight. Um I'm just putting it out there. I'm I'm just saying, I don't no. know. <laughs> to be to be as real as possible, you know? Yeah. 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 So current pictures. Current, you know. Um I'm trying to think anything else. Oh, I have one. Yeah, go ahead. Also, try to make sure that you are as whole as you can be. Like, for example, in 2016, when I was back on there, I I didn't need to be up there. Like, I was just getting over the whole situation I was having before, and I was trying to put that energy to other men. And I think that's why I was going from man to man, trying to find some type of fix, when I really just needed to focus on myself. And I probably should have been praying and seeking God before I even jumped on a dating app, or at least to give me some discernment. Because literally, I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. I wasn't asking God about nothing. I won't think about nothing. I just knew my current situation. I was heartbroken. I was upset. I had a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And I was able just to put my energy in having fun and being out there. But I was broken. And I was taking my broken self into all these situations and putting up with stuff, like sleeping where somebody's dog was and didn't tell me or treating me mean when I should have left that I would have never done. But because I was so broken and looking for someone to fill the void that I wasn't even thinking straight, I wasn't using my self-worth. So I would definitely say go to God and just make sure that you are as whole as you can be because if not, these dudes will take you through the ringer and have you second-guessing everything. And don't let someone ghost you. That's a whole nother situation. But that happens too and it can rock you especially if you're looking for something else you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i'm gonna build on that but i'm gonna I'm wait for the for my soul care too i feel like you're so the way you did that neck right then i'm like i'm gonna I'm wait for my soul care you know, to, to share <laughs> some other things but i definitely agree um you have to watch your intentions. Yeah. Um, and where you're at. You have to, you have to, I feel like if you're going on a dating app, uh, like really sit with yourself. Like, why am I up here? Yeah. Am I up here? Because when I moved to Houston, <laughs> when I moved to Houston, I had just got out of something like really crazy that rocked my world. Yeah. And I, yes, I was. I did get up there because I did want to see what the pickings were. Like, I didn't know anybody down here other than my sister. Um, and to be honest, like I'm, I'm 30 something. I want to get married. I want to have kids. So I'm like, kind of just like God, like, where's he at? Where's he at? You know, trying to kind of beat God to the punch in a way. Um, and so you really have to think about why am I up here? And like Courtney right. said, like, if you're in a broken place, that's, you're going to attract that. Or you're going to attract somebody who, who may only uh, contribute to your brokenness and yeah. not somebody who is going to try to help you heal. And sometimes you have the best healing. Sometimes it's done by yourself. It's done not by yourself. The best healing is done between you and God. Right. And not like constantly trying to find love or men or whatever in these different avenues. Cause I've been that girl. Me too. And every time I did that, I came out even more broken. <laughs> yeah. So really like sit with yourself to kind of understand why are you going on these dating apps? But like I said, I'm going to save some of that for my soul care. Also, keep it in perspective, what you're doing. Um, it's a dating game out there. I was so naive. I was thinking, oh, he's just talking to me. 
no, 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 honey. He's talking to you and all the other girls on Tinder, baby girl. Baby I girl. Think... <laughs> oh, I thought you were just interested in me. You're just interested in me and all the other people. So just, again, know that it, it's, a, it's a dating game. You know what I mean? People out there and people are kind of trying to test the waters, see who bites, you know? And it's not every man, but there, there are men out there who's just trying to see what they can get. So just be smart, sis. Also, about the thing we're talking about, about the location, please let someone know where you're going. Because we don't know these people. Again, that's where I was naive. Getting all this close, going to a man's house, he could have killed me. Like, I'm glad that God protected me because I was out there being stupid. You don't be that stupid. Like, pray about it. Don't put yourself in temptation. Like, if you're trying to live a holy life or you're trying to, like, keep it closed, probably being in somebody's house may not be the best look. You know what I mean? Or even if you're, like, However you're feeling, just be smart. Just be smart. Share your location. Make good decisions. Because we don't know these people. And everyone's not deserving. So, yeah. And Courtney has, Courtney has really been my sounding board. Because I'm not, I've never been a dater. Like, I'm the kind of person, I like relationships. I like knowing you like me i like you let's we're gonna be together <laughs> like that is that's who i am and so going into these dating apps you are you gotta know that like courtney said it is a game it's a game and just because he's saying good morning good night beautiful explains it to you every night honey <laughs> baby <laughs> you are one of many and i hate to say that and it doesn't feel good as a woman but if you're playing the game too hey no, what we say, no expectations. No expectations. And that, no expectations. that can be bit, that can be hard to do because in a way you sort of maybe kind of going into these dating apps like with the expectation that I'm going to meet my husband or I'm going to meet, have, not not boy, I'm husband because that's, I mean, that may be, that may not be your thing, but to, to get to know somebody who may be my boyfriend, you know, you might, sometimes as women, we have those expectations. Right. And these dating apps and these dating streets, they are vicious out here. Don't be going out here and get your heart broke. <laughs> and like even with me like I, I I would say maybe even over the quarantine or whatever I was like back on Tinder and I was talking to this guy whatever and he said something to me and I was like ugh like what and I talked yeah. to Courtney about it I talked about my friends and it was like Corinna like it's not that serious <laughs> oh yes I remember you're just get, you're just getting to know somebody like it's not that it's not that serious so don't take it seriously until it has to be a serious thing that part um, because these people would be here today and gone tomorrow. It, I, I mean, it happens just that fast. It's like a cycle, like just that fast. Oh, and I want to say this too. This might be a little funny thing. So <laughs> just know that if you're in these streets, so are these men and you may see them on Tinder. You may get on another day and they're going to be on that app too. Like Everybody is out here. <laughs> they are out here. They are out here, honey. They're like, honey, if Tinder not working, I'm going to hop on Black. If Black not working, I'm going to hop on Hen. If Hen's not working, like, it is a constant cycle. So, honey, you might have, because <laughs> it's been times where I have not matched with somebody on Tinder, but then I get on Black and we match, and it's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, one, I would just say, one, Pray first before you even pray. Get up. Like pray, pray, pray. Secondly, 
go into it lightly, like and not 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 lightly as like tread lightly, but like with the light heart. Like this is this is not meet your husband day. <laughs> you know, like right. <laughs> this is not that. Like see it as what it is. It's a dating app. That means when you're dating, that means that you're not you don't you're not committed to anybody. You don't owe anybody anything. Right. And when I say that, you don't owe them any answers. You don't owe them anything that like is beyond your uh values. <laughs> so go into it like that and then trust your gut. Or not even gut. Trust the Holy Spirit. Yeah. If you feel something is not right, even in conversation, because I'm a very intuitive person. If I'm having a conversation with someone and I know that it feels wrong, it probably is. Mm-hmm. It probably is. And that may be God. And you may like this person. You may be falling head over heels. But if something don't feel right, you cannot you cannot paint red flags white just because you don't want to see the red flags. Like, see it as what it is. Exit stage left. Keep your dignity and keep it moving. There are plenty of other people on a date nets. And you don't want to waste okay. your time. Absolutely. You don't. But also about the lighthearted part. I still come into this too. It's okay it's, if you meet someone, when the world opens back up, they want to take you to dinner, take you, I mean, that's fine. A brunch, you know, go have a good time. But like she said, keep it all into perspective. Um, don't don't put so much pressure on it. Because like we said, it is a game. So I I really enjoyed this conversation. Yes. Oh, I have one last thing. You got one more? Okay. All right. I want to spend out of time. What else? If things go left with somebody that you meet off of these dating apps, I mean, you see them on, in public, you don't have to speak. Oh, have you done that? Has that happened? Yeah. Girl. The guy, no. went, the guy that, I, that I went to the ice cream and then we went to the brunch, I flew back home for Christmas um, in December. Went to the club to celebrate one of my friend's birthday parties. One, I ran into an ex of mine, crazy ex of mine. I'm like, okay. I then I turned, that. I see the dude from, from Tinder. We don't know each other. I, I, you don't have to speak. You know, it's okay. You know, it's over. It's over. Like, you don't owe anybody anything. And I think that was good about you guys' situation is that it was kind of a mutual. It was a mutual thing. Yeah. I think it's he's good when it falls guy. out that way. I'm sure he, I'm sure he'd be perfect for somebody. He just wasn't. And vice versa. He might have thought the same thing about me. Like. Right. And, oh, that's another thing. Don't take it personal. Like, don't take it personal. Like, if it doesn't work out, like, a lot of times we take things personal. Sometimes things are not even about us. But it can be, it can seem like that. So if it doesn't work with somebody on a dating app or like y'all, it seems to be going very well. And then all of a sudden it's not like, don't take it personal. And that goes back to trying to be as whole as you can be before you do it. Because mm -hmm. if you're in a better headspace where you're just like, you know what? I'm out here for fun. It is what it is. Blah, blah, blah. You're kind of able to shake that off more rather than if you're already in a place of like brokenness, that person doing whatever or not working out can literally rock you. I've been there. That happened to me. We don't have much time, but yes. Again, just make sure you're in a good headspace. Because if if you are, it's easier not to take that as like so hard. But when yeah. you're like in it and you're like needing a win in life and you're like <laughs> wanting this to work, honey. <laughs> you ain't never felt pain until you ask God to take it away. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. God, please, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Heal my heart, Lord. Heal, heal it, Father. <laughs> Honey, do I have time? Maybe I can tell it like in two seconds. The The reason is that, because I was talking to this dude, met him on Tinder. It looked so promising, so good. We hung out. He went to church. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. All the things. Um, 
And then he was saying, like, I like I would love for you to meet my mom one day. I thought you were really like you. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really going somewhere. And then he ghosted me. And by that time, I had been through so much. I was just like broken. And it wasn't even him, because I mean he really won't even all that. I realized now it was more of I I I was not okay. And I needed time to heal. And I just kept taking myself from one messed up situation to another messed up situation. And that was really, I feel like, when God really spoke to me and was like, enough. Like, you need me. Because at this time, I was just like, oh, God, what's happening? So anyway, all the things that we could just say, yes to all of that. So should we move on? I'm yes, hoping we can get this done in an hour. I don't know where we are. I hope so, up. too. I don't know. There's no timer up here. With the time, if this ends, I guess it can just, we'll just jump back and we'll finish. We'll just jump back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our, oh, I'm sorry, was there anything else that you had to say, Fred? Oh, no. Okay, you, you said it all. I said it all. She said it all. Okay, I'm going to jump into my self-care gym of the week. Um, and it's actually one that I heard on another podcast talking about being whole. Um, one thing we talked about a lot is therapy. <laughs> We both think therapy is great, and there are so many different um, ways to have therapy. And this one was really interesting. The website is called BetterHelp. Have you ever heard of this one, Frank? Mm -hmm. I've, I've used BetterHelp before. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you guys have seen really easy. I'm thinking about doing it, so that's why I kind of know about it. But it says, basically, you answer a few questions about yourself and the challenges you're currently facing. You create a private username and password to get access to the system. You enter payment information, and plans start as low as $40 a week. Um, and they also have financial aid. So I thought it was really good. Um, and then based on your needs, they'll match you with a qualified licensed professional counselor. Um, if you're not satisfied, you can switch at any time. So I thought that was cool, too. And then it says begin the counseling process in any way that you want. You can text, you can do phone, or you can do video. Um, so that means you can get therapy whenever you need it. And I love they have that financial aid because $40 a week, that can be a costly. Yeah. costly. <laughs> That's costly. Um, and I don't know. Sometimes maybe you only need it for a few months. Maybe you need it more right now, less another time. But I do think it's something great to offer. Um, that's betterhelp.com. And I know a lot of times there's a promo code. I don't know one, but the Googles. Um, so go look for a promo code or apply for the financial aid. Um, but I think it's great to get therapy, get that help. So then perhaps when you're on these dating streets, you know how to navigate it better. Um, or maybe it'll keep you off the dating streets and you can just focus on yourself and being the best you that you can be too. So betterhelp.com. I like that. Yes. We always talk about therapy and I miss my therapist back home. Camille, girl, I'm coming back. <laughs> you coming? I'm coming I'm back home. home. I'm coming back home, Camille. <laughs> But speaking of um, being whole and healing, my soul care gem of the week is intentionality. So I kind of talked about that earlier. Um, and I was talking to Courtney Pryor because we talk before, after, and during our podcast episodes. But I was talking to her and I was just like thinking about all the different times I've gotten on or off um, Tinder or whatever dating apps and why I got up there. And so I came to three conclusions as to why I got on the dating apps. The first one was curiosity. I was curious as to see, like, who was up here? What's the pickings like? Like, what these men looking like, right? The second one was impatience. To be completely honest, like I said before, I'm in my 30s. Like, 
Lord, I want to get married. I want to have children. I want to have a family. Like, okay, I'm just trying to make this happen a little bit faster. So me being impatient. Um, and then third, pressure. Pressure from, and not to say intentional pressure, but we have pressure from society. Like, after you get a certain age, women, you need to go ahead and get married. You need to go ahead. When are you going to have a baby? When, where's your husband? You know, um, I love my mom. I don't know if she's listening or watching or whatever, but um, for Mother's Day, it was like this little challenge. It was like, ask your mom that she want flowers or a baby for Mother's Day and then post her response. So I texted my mom and I said, well, do you want a baby or flowers for Mother's Day? And she was like, I want a grandbaby. So I said, well, they're fresh out of grandbaby, so flowers it is. <laughs> flowers it is. And so I love my mom. And it's so crazy that when I was younger, she was like, get married, get married. But she wants grandbabies now. I think she would prefer me to get have a, a baby before I get married, to be completely honest. But it kind of just speaks to like that, that internal pressure that you feel from society, from friends, from family. And not to say that they mean to do that, but you feel it. And so when you're going on these dating apps, ask if God wants you to be there in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of times the reason why maybe it didn't work is because God was not in that. And it's easy, it's easy for us to go somewhere and want to pull God along rather than God leading us somewhere and us just going with him because we can't see where God is going, but we can see when we're trying to control things. We can kind of see in our head where it's going to go, mm -hmm. but we cannot, um, we cannot force God's hand in things. So even if you get on these apps, that does not mean you're going to meet your husband there. And I had to like, tell that to myself, Corinna, that may not be your love story. And not to say I would never get back on there, but I've gotten to a point where I'm like, if God is not in this, he's going to make his, himself known that he's not in it, and it's not going to work. And I have to see it as that and not try to keep pushing and prying and all those good things. So that just brings me to um, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So with that being said, allow God to lead the way. He knows your desires. He knows your intentions. If you put those in his hands, he's going to make everything work out in the way that only he can do it. And it's going to blow your mind. So don't go into these dating apps thinking that just because you're up there that you are going to find your Mr. Right. It may not be that way. But if you go into it first and foremost, praying and asking God if he even wants you to be up there in the first place, he will make everything work out in his time again in his way. So that's my soul care gem for the week. Yes. I was trying to do better with not commenting while you were talking, but inside I was saying, yes. <laughs> that was great. I love that. Thank you. I don't think we have any podcast love. I didn't, no, I didn't say any either. But I don't think so. Um, but if you have questions, I'm sorry. Let me back it up. If you love the show, you guys, please consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever you, wherever you are listening. Um, please subscribe to our podcast and share. Um, so hopefully we can read your review next week. Um, a five-star review would be a blessing. Um, if you have questions or suggestions of topics you would like us to discuss on the podcast, please email us at shedidigodsway at gmail.com. That's shedidigodsway at gmail.com for any questions or suggestions. All right. So like Courtney said, be sure to check us out at our 
joint page, She Did It God's Way. Be sure to follow Courtney at The Glow Haven. So that's at The Glow underscore Haven. Also, check out her amazing blog at www.theglowhaven.com. Again, www.theglowhaven.com. You can follow myself at Christian.under.construction. That is Christian.theWordUnder.construction. And that's where you can see more faith-based content um, on both of our pages. Courtney does a lot of self-care, reviews, and all that good stuff. Um, it says we have two minutes remaining. So the prayer? Prayer. Yes. Yes. Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, let us bow our heads. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for allowing us to have this opportunity to take this podcast and to share the messages that you have um, given us, Lord. Lord, thank you for every experiences that we've had that has allowed us to grow and to come to this moment. I pray for every single Lord. I pray that you will give them what they want, Lord, and be whatever they need in the meantime. Lord, we thank you. We continue to pray for this world. We continue to pray for this United States. We lift up all of those um, who are protesting. We lift up the families of those um, who have been deceased. And Lord, we just thank you for all things. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 We did it. Under did under it. an hour. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all. Bye. Thank you.